Hi, and welcome back to the WordPress Edge podcast, the ultimate destination for professionals looking to harness the power of WordPress for large-scale enterprise solutions. I am your host, Landon DePasquale, Strategic Clients Director here at AmericanEagle.com. In this episode, we're going to the edge with driving innovation, WordPress as a catalyst for digital transformations. And I am pleased to be joined by Jari Carter, Chief Revenue Officer over at WordPress VIP. He was also formerly the head of worldwide sales at Magento and the founder of Oro. Thank you for being with us, Jari. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me, Landon. You you sound so professional in that intro. I, it reminds me of your commercial that I <laughs> that I watch on on the TV. How far are we into this? And, and we're we're talking about the commercial. Um, I I, th- I actually want to bring it up three more times, so it, people should just be prepared for your. For those who don't know, we did a commercial featuring Meekum, who is in one of our other podcasts, and uh, featuring WordPress VIP. And I was the unfortunate soul who was the face of that commercial. Actually, so I have a fun fun story for you, Jari. So I I realize none of this has anything to do with so you can cut out whatever we need to. Um, no, I, no, we're not cutting any of this out. <laughs> this is this is airing just like this. I we've got to hear this story. So uh this is why people love podcasts. They want to hear about you <laughs> recording a commercial. They don't care about enterprise WordPress. So <laughs> as the commercial got out in the wild and people started seeing it and finding it and and that sort of thing, I, you get the typical like harassment from your friends and all that sort of stuff, but uh, I sent it out to my family and my grandparents uh, to be like, hey, this is something I did because that's the sort of thing they'd be into. And also, I didn't want them to find out about it and think that I hadn't told them. Right. That's the sort of thing they care about. Sure. And so, so I sent it and my grandmother texts me back and she rates my work on the commercial and she gave me an A minus. Your grandma? My gave grandma you- gave <laughs> me an A minus on my commercial. And I was like... Why was the minus necessary? You couldn't have just said A or just said, hey, good job on the commercial. It had to be a here's your grade. And by the way, it's an A minus. What did she dock, by the way? Like, what what, what was she upset That's about? the worst part. She didn't tell me. Oh, there was I would no, be in like, my head about that. There was no, like, here are the things that you could have done better or here's why it wasn't an A plus. It was... I give it an A minus. You got an A minus. You got a little shade from your grandma there. <laughs> my grandmother dragged me on my own national commercial. Can we have your grandmother listen to this podcast and then rate both of us? Because I, I f- she feels like a lady who is just going to give a very honest rating. Uh, yes and no. Yes, can we have her listen to this? Is she going to be able to rate this podcast? No, because she'll have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you already get an A minus for that comment. Uh, I mean, I think telling the story publicly is is definitely some <laughs> B or C tier territory. So, all right, uh, that's amazing that she gave you an A minus. That's, yeah, that's really really funny. So, I, I it's now become a family joke, and whenever someone does something, I call out the A minus. You give them an A minus. Yeah. That, that, was, that was okay. A minus. <laughs> yeah, it was A minus. So, Jerry, tell me a little bit about how WordPress is driving innovation in the digital space. Oh, well, that's a great question. Um, you know, if you think about WordPress as a product, when I joined WordPress VIP, I've been here for five years. When I joined WordPress VIP, WordPress as a product, I think had something around 30, 31%, 32% market share. Now, just five years later, we have 43% CMS market share. So WordPress as a product is is really running almost half the internet. Yeah. 
to say that WordPress runs the web is a very accurate statement. And so when you have that ubiquitous of a content management tool, you have a lot of innovation that is allowed to happen because then developers and technology companies can build plugins and we have 60,000 plus plugins within the WordPress ecosystem and integrations, which, you know, there are thousands of integrations that exist within uh, the WordPress ecosystem. And you have a best in class content creation and editing experience. And you have this content creation experience that really sort of is simple and approachable enough for consumers, yet has all of this capability and capacity for the enterprise. And that's a really potent uh, combination when you think about innovation. And it's it's why, you know, as a product, WordPress has has so much market share is because it it is so ubiquitous from, you know, the person really just trying to start out on the internet to all the way to, you know, the largest of the fortune 500 companies that are that are building their digital experiences around a WordPress content creation experience. I'm glad you started with market share because I think there are two interesting routes that innovation happens around that market share. I think one of them is exactly what you described. Developers are committed to supporting WordPress because it is 43% of the internet. But the other cool piece of innovation is when 43% of the internet uses something, when so many people are involved in that, innovation happens as a byproduct of that, right? Even if you weren't trying, it would happen. And what's cool is then when you build on top of that, the work that you guys are actually trying to do to innovate, you get this compounding effect because of how many people are using it. Yes. WordPress as a product is so much bigger than any one company behind it. If you go to any of the WordCamp events or uh, the community events, there are just you know, tens of thousands of contributors to the core WordPress product itself and to the ecosystem of uh, integrations and plugins. And it's it's so energizing to see. Yeah, and I think it's it's perfectly situated then for enterprise clients because there are so many people using it and so many enterprises using it. It is now the safe choice for people to choose. Absolutely, absolutely. The one thing that we at VIP, because we view ourselves as we are the, we're the enterprise WordPress offering. And the one really interesting thing is everybody knows WordPress. And generally people know that, you know, there's so much market share with WordPress. 43% of, of the market uses it. But what is a less known fact is that if you look at the market share within the Fortune 1000 it, it, here within the U.S., there's something like 26, 27% market share even within Fortune 1000 companies. So WordPress as a product is ubiquitous, not just for small businesses, but even in the enterprise, there's so much ubiquity that exists within the large enterprise companies around WordPress. And, th- and that's where so much additional innovation happens because you have um, these companies that are creating these really interesting digital experiences, these large companies creating really interesting digital experiences on WordPress, and it creates aspiration for everybody else who wants to look like those companies. So it almost sounds like WordPress is uniquely positioned to help kick off these digital transformations for enterprise-level clients. It's definitely how we feel and, and what we see. What are some of those ways that you think separates WordPress from a site core or other things that 
have been traditionally enterprise choices, but maybe don't have that same sort of uh, digital transformation drive behind them. Yeah, well, I, I won't pick on any one competitor of ours, but I will say some thematics that we see are this ubiquity of community, right? This ecosystem. No other content management platform has the, the ecosystem, the 60,000 plugins, the you know, countless integrations that exist, this uh, developer community of, of tens of thousands of developers that can approach and, and develop on WordPress. We at WordPress VIP have really created the enterprise ecosystem around that. So we have agencies such as American Eagle that we work with. We have enterprise technology partners that, that we work with. So there's, there's that. We also really sort of create the underpinnings of security and performance. So we have a FedRAMP authorization. Um, we really take security and performance and governance very seriously. So some of the largest sites are able to run on, on WordPress through WordPress VIP. And then one of the other really interesting things that we see is this um, approachability of the content creation experience. So... Uh, a, a good example is we uh, work with Salesforce, uh, Salesforce.com, which is the the you know the largest CRM provider in in the world, um, and now works to create their own set of digital experiences for their customers. But they had they had this was at the beginning of the pandemic. They really wanted to unlock content creation velocity, and they were stuck within a proprietary content management system. It was difficult to use. It was difficult to publish. They had very few folks within the organization who really knew how to use the system. And they wanted to unlock the power of their 2,000 content creators within the organization to begin to create really rapid content experiences for their customers. And so they, they moved uh, through their digital transformation. WordPress was really the, the backbone of that, the content management system of that, and uh, moved over into to WordPress for a proprietary solution and unlocked that content creation experience for 2,000 content creators. Go ahead. I was just going to say that agility, that ability to get to the market quickly is, is key, right? That, that's a huge piece. What is it that makes WordPress so much more agile? Yeah, I mean, there's one, the content creation experience is, is so approachable. Anybody that's used WordPress as a CMS really loves it. Um, it takes the best of sort of consumer technology, the approachability of consumer technology, and brings it into the enterprise. That's one thing. I think the ability for enterprises then to create the right workflows and the right governance and the right content creation rules around that simple content experience is is really powerful and it's something that just no other content management system has within the market i think it's also easily tailored to enterprise level solutions to fit whatever their needs are right right they're not stuck down this way of doing things it's flexible enough to hit whatever they want yeah the flexibility aspect is so powerful and that's where leveraging the power of open source and the flexibility of 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 an open flexible content management system is is so powerful. I think you hit on such an important element because we see that no two uh, companies have the same type of content experience because no two companies have the same type of customer experience they're trying to build. You know, Salesforce has a different, such a different 
content experience that they're trying to create and a different level or need around content velocity than somebody like Meekum, who we were talking about yeah. uh, this morning. You know, this idea that, uh, and who's been on your podcast before, right? Mm -hmm. This idea that they wanted to create this headless Gutenberg experience, that they wanted to integrate with with Salesforce, that they wanted to integrate with Algolia for search. We provide that flexibility to really sort of create the best in class customer experience. And that's really where we see it all flow from is what does what's the customer experience that somebody wants to create? And then how do we help unlock their capacity as a company to really create that customer experience? And, and I would say that during the pandemic, creating it and since the need for best in class customer experiences, especially in a digital world, have become so much more important. And it's 100% correct. And I think one of the things that we've seen on our side is a tendency towards the agility and the speed with which an enterprise level customer can come to market, then bleeding into other areas like their ability to collaborate. What have you guys seen on the collaboration side with WordPress? Yeah, when you say collaboration, elaborate on that. So, so one of the things that we've seen, and I'm curious to to hear your take on sure. this, is when you have those large content teams, you you mentioned a few thousand people at Salesforce right. writing content. Right. There is a, a heavy lift for getting those people to collaborate in a way where they're all working towards the same end and the same goal, right? They can't be doing completely different things. They can't be siloed. How does WordPress help with that level of of kind of breaking down those barriers and, and offering collaboration there too. Yeah, it's it's such a great question. And we saw the same, you know, Salesforce isn't unique. We saw the same at, at Capgemini. Capgemini wanted to unlock thousands of, of content contributors. And then what is so powerful about WordPress as a product is, is we actually don't even start with technically what a customer wants to do. And you all know this because yeah. you do so much development work and and governance is such a big part of what yep. you all think about but we don't start with the technology we start actually with what's the business process right we start with what what business process do you really want to solve we have a large financial institution as as a customer and we were talking about this earlier but but we have a, a very large financial institution and one of the reasons that workflows and and governance and collaboration was all so important to them was because of the fact that they, you know, if they misstep in the approval process of publishing content, you know, it could have major repercussions to stock prices or, you know, insider trading information can get leaked. You know, these kinds of like real business challenges that, you know, can can end up being very consequential for companies, uh, you know, in the, in that space, the consequences are so high. And so we really start with what's the business process that you want to create? And then from there, let's back into the technology solution and the workflows and the collaboration and the tools necessary within WordPress to really um, fit that uh, collaboration process. So then it's backing into what are the access controls? What does the publisher workflow look like? Who has the ability to authorize content, uh, putting content into, into production? All of those capabilities, you know, are, are customizable uh, through, through WordPress as, as a product. And that's really what unlocks um, so much innovation is because it's not, we're not sort of backed into technology limitations. It, you really start with what 
you know, because 80% of this is what's the business process that you want? And then 20% of that is you all uh, and us really helping the customer to say, hey, look, this is how we solve that. I think what you just said is key. We are not starting from an opinionated standpoint where you have to do something as a result of tech debt or ways that you've worked yourself into a corner with a certain platform. You start with, what are you trying to achieve? And let's show you how you can do that on WordPress. Right. That's, I think that is the power of WordPress for enterprise organizations. And so many customers come to us with this CMS tech debt, right? Whether it's they're coming from homegrown solutions that um, just has a, vi like we see this, people coming from homegrown solutions, there's a very limited number of developers who actually know how to make any kind of change within the system. A lot of the use cases and workflows that that are needed just haven't been evolved because there's so much of this technology debt. And then, um, or they come from proprietary solutions, which are much more opinionated about how these kinds of things should happen. And so when they come to WordPress, it's just this freeing moment of, wow, like, I, it, it's funny, uh, we had NBC on a, on a podcast and, and one of their CTOs came on and she was like, we actually love our CMS, you know, like who loves their CMS? We actually <laughs> love our CMS. I'm paraphrasing, but that, that's, that's what she said. And it, it's, it's really true because you really get to create the experience that you want. And the other beauty of WordPress is that it's always evolving. It's always developing, right? Collaboration is going to get better in the next two to three years. hundred percent. Yeah. I think that that development is, is key. Yeah. I mean, I think when you have so much critical mass of contribution and product innovation that's happening around what is now the industry standard for content management, it allows for us to set the standard for velocity in and innovation in the content management space overall. You know, when we talk to the analysts, they tell us, you know, Gartner and Forrester, they tell us you should be the most opinionated group in the market because you own most of the web, right? Like, so you should be the the opinionated force of like how content management systems really operate. What is best in class content management? And that's a that's a privileged position, but it is the position we find ourselves in. Yeah, it allows for a, a really unique leadership position for right. WordPress. Are there any industries that WordPress isn't a good fit for based on what we've described? No, I mean, I, I think, um, you know, as you can see by our market share, we love, you know, small businesses. We've gone all the way up to the largest of the, the Fortune 500. Uh, we have done particularly well in media because of the just the sheer content velocity demands that media companies had and, or have. And then I think in, in the pandemic, a lot of other companies took note of that. Like at the beginning of, of um, mid-2020, a lot of companies were trying to get content, like really increase their content velocity and sort of look to us. So we really expanded beyond just our, our media roots. Um, government is a huge part of our focus. We have a dedicated government team. We have FedRAMP authorization, as I talked about um, at the beginning of this. And then we work with everybody from technology companies to the largest financial institutions to distributors and wholesalers so uh, uh, and, and manufacturers. I would say, you know, we are not we are not a uh, we have e-commerce companies. I mean, just the list goes on yeah. in the types of industries that we work with. And, and that's really because we view ourselves as a platform. Um, we are a content management platform. So anybody that needs to create content um, through the Web is looking at us to, to help them do that. And that's really 
every company, government entity, uh, small business out there is is really thinking about, you know, how do we digitally create content? And then how do we measure and track that content and, and track performance and um, optimize that content and improve that content, which we also you know, have analytics capabilities that allows co companies to do that. So we really view ourselves as a, as a full sort of content management plus uh, additional capabilities that really allow you to, to create better content experiences. Yeah, there really aren't any industries WordPress is not suited for. Right. It's, it's kind of for everyone. Um, yeah, and we, and we think about ourselves that way. We don't think about ourselves like we've thought about, you know, do we create verticals? Do we have kind of a more vertical strategy within our business? But every time we think about doing that, it's just really hard for us to think that there are groups excluded from that because, you know, everybody really needs to create content experiences. And what we help people do is really create those content experiences at scale. Yep. So there's a lot, a lot of WordPress companies, WordPress hosting providers, WordPress support groups that really do that for a small business. And we we don't really, you know, that's not our specialty. So we allow other groups to really service that small and, and even small to small mid-size businesses. And we focus on really mid to large uh, enterprises. That's, that's our sweet spot. Yeah. You've given us a couple examples already, but do you have one that really comes to mind when you think about the quintessential digital transformation that WordPress has been a part of. Yeah, I mean, I, it's it's interesting because I really think that the the Salesforce example and similarly the Capgemini example yeah. are two really great examples of um, this idea of digital transformation, and that at the core of digital transformation was the need to improve content velocity and the content experiences. And we see that all over. Like that is a very representative use case that we see in the market. So whether it's it's Meta trying to do that, whether it's Salesforce trying to do that, whether it's Capgemini, whether it's um, you know Al Jazeera, wh whoever it is, like this is uh, this is something that we just generally see in the market is companies come to us because they're really trying to improve content velocity and um, the content experience, not just for their internal teams, which a lot of them are trying to do, but they're trying to unlock their internal teams so that they can get content out into the market faster and uh, relevant information to customers in, in a timely manner. So I'm going to go out on a limb here and guess that in both the Salesforce and Capgemini <laughs> examples, WordPress is probably a portion of a larger digital platform that yes, there was all sorts of other integrations and third party pieces that all played into that as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's like like the Mecham example we yep. talked about, right? There's this idea of they there's a Salesforce integration. There's um, an integration with a search product. There's integration even at at Salesforce or other companies, we see things like, you know, integrations with digital asset management, integration with personalization engines, like integrations with uh, customer data platforms, e-commerce companies. There's so many of these integrations um, that happen. And and we love that, right? Because we don't we don't want to be the all-in-one monolithic solution. That's not our goal. And we think for every one customer that wants that sort of all-in-one, you know, one provider, we think there are two or three 
that really want to think about it not from who's our all-in-one provider. They think about it from what do, what is the customer experience that we're trying to create, and then how do we adopt best-in-class technologies to create that customer experience, and then how do we assure that the integrations are the integrations that we want um, and that in, we have the right integrated capabilities to create that best-in-class customer experience, that exact customer experience that we want to create. And and what we found, interestingly, is with a lot of those monolithic sort of all-in-one digital experience providers, there's still so much integration and customization that comes with those. And there's just a lot left to be desired by the time you sort of get that cobbled together solution versus with us, we think you can create really, bring in an agile CMS, really create an agile customer experience that, that really matches the opinionated customer experience that, that a, a company wants to create. I think WordPress does really well as the beating heart of that digital platform in whatever phase that looks like. Oh, I never heard that before. I like that. The beating heart. Yeah. I mean, because content, content is at the core yeah. of, of, of these customer experiences. It really is. It's at the core. It's really getting content in the hands of customers and whether that's, you know, digital assets or the written word or, or a multi-channel content, really content is at the core. And we, we like to think of ourselves as at the core of digital experiences for sure. So WordPress VIP is uniquely positioned because you are not WordPress, but you are very closely uh, related to WordPress. And right. so you drive your own innovations specifically for enterprise clients because of who you deal with. What are some examples of so some of those innovations you're driving? Yeah, so we do think about things that enterprises think about. So one of those things that I alluded to was like content analytics, you know, larger companies, large enterprises think not only about how do we distribute content, but how do we actually analyze, measure, track performance of that content and really optimize that content in a more sophisticated way for our customers. We do that through a company called Parsley that we acquired a few years ago. And, and that analytics capability is something that we give to our customers so that they can not only produce content, but they can also measure content effectiveness and optimize content effectiveness to make sure that the right content gets in the right hands at the right time. And, you know, it's something that probably a small business or even a mid-sized business may not really think about or even have the sophistication to really run and manage. But definitely, you know, if you go into larger, more sophisticated companies, they're not just thinking about how do we sort of throw a bunch of content at our customers. They're also thinking, was this content useful? Was it helpful? Did our customers actually engage with it? How did they engage with it? You know, and, and so this ability to not just sort of create content, but to optimize, measure, track, and analyze performance is really important. I, I would also say we're driving a lot of innovation in things like security, um, you know, with, with you making sure and assuring that, that our infrastructure is incredibly secure, tuned to performance for WordPress specifically. So we're not a generic hosting company. We really have optimized our infrastructure for WordPress as a product, and it really shows up in our performance. We host and manage some of the largest WordPress sites in the world. Um, and so there's you know focus on that. 
we're really working as well on curating um, an ecosystem of partners and technology partners that really are creating best-in-class experiences around WordPress. You talked about this idea that um, Word, we typically, when we go into a, a customer, we're not going in alone. We're going arm-in-arm arm with, with other technologies and capabilities. So we work to really work with those types of companies, find the best-in-class companies, and whether it's digital asset management or personalization or customer data management, you know, these kinds of, of of capabilities and really work with them closely so that when we go into customers that we can be somewhat opinionated about if they have needs beyond the content management system, what other uh, platforms and tools integrate with WordPress and WordPress VIP in a way that would be valuable and give them a jump start, a head start in what they want. The other thing we do is we're very opinionated about the types of uh, development companies and agencies that we work with. We have a very tight-knit group of agencies that we vet heavily that we work with so that when we recommend an agency like American Eagle, uh, we have confidence that they're going to do great work on behalf of our customers. And we don't have to worry that we're going to have a great platform for a customer, but they won't have the right agency that can really handle the nuance of, of um, a large project. What's on the horizon for WordPress VIP? So many things. Uh, I mean, I think you're going to see we're going to see you're going to see a lot more innovation with our analytics platform. We're doing more with AI there with our analytics capabilities and and um, machine learning. So there's there's lots coming there in terms of like content recommendations and and just automating a lot of the tasks of analyzing and optimizing content there. Um, so, so much coming in, you know, our, our analytics product line, deepening that integration with the WordPress core product or with the WordPress VIP product so that we really have a single suite. We expect uh, to have FedRAMP moderate at some point in 2024. So we're already FedRAMP authorized. We'll, um, uh, we expect to improve that into a, a moderate um, rating uh, through the FedRAMP, which is really exciting. And then, you know, we're always looking at at um, things, companies that we can partner with that are going to improve the customer experience. So, you know, we're thinking about things like headless. Um, how do we work better with commerce solutions? How are we opinionated in those markets? Are there, you know, either acquisitions or investments or partnerships that we need to have um, that create a better customer experience. I think you're going to see us become a lot more opinionated about things like integrations and do a lot of development in the integration um, ecosystem and the plugin ecosystem to really um, sort of be thoughtful about how we bring in, you know, of those 60,000 plugins that exist in the market, how do we bring in the ones that make most sense for enterprise customers and assure that they're supported in the way that, that they would expect to be supported? So th those are just a few of the things, but I'm, I'm so excited about what we're doing. It's definitely some cool stuff coming down the pipe. I hope so. Yeah. Awesome. Jari, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate you being here on the podcast with us. Thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thanks again for joining us at The Edge. I am your host, Landon DePasquale. And until the next episode, feed your WordPress obsession. For more information about today's episode and the topics discussed today, check out our dedicated WordPress Edge landing page at AmericanEagle.com Studios.